أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم In the name of God, the gracious, the most merciful Today, we will be looking into the third chapter from the Holy Quran the house of Amram or the family of Amran indeed one of the most beautiful chapters within the Holy Quran a chapter that relates to the lives of Muslims today in a way where you would think this chapter was revealed yesterday discussing contemporary events this chapter was revealed in two portions the first portion was revealed between the battle of Badr and Uhud, so between the second and the third year after the Hijrah. And those are verses 1 through 83. And the second portion was revealed in the ninth year, or maybe after the ninth year, after the migration of the Prophet from Mecca to Medina, also known as Amal Wufud, the year of the delegation. And in order for us to understand the context of this chapter we ought to then understand the circumstance in which the muslim community lived in when those chapters were revealed you see the second and the third year after the migration of the prophet were probably the hardest for them why because they faced armies coming to them from all over the arabian peninsula specifically from mecca to annihilate them the second year um, marked the Battle of Badr, and the third year marked the Battle of Uhud. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about that in the Holy Quran. And we will look at certain verses where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, When you were outnumbered in Badr and you were just it was it was just after your migration and you had no weapons and you had no numbers, I gave you victory. So we will look at the verse that speaks of the reasons why God gave victory to them. Similarly, we we want victory from God as individuals, as families, and as a community, and as the whole ummah. And then the second portion which was revealed in Amal Wafud. Amal Wafud was the strongest year. So here's half of the chapter that speaks of the weakness of the Muslims in Medina, the fear of the Muslims in Medina, how they were outnumbered and defeated. And then the ninth year is Amal Wufud, the year of the delegations, the most powerful year where all the Arabian Peninsula submitted to the Prophet Muhammad. So they came, they either accepted the religion of Islam or they had a peace treaty with the Prophet Muhammad. For example, the 64th uh, verse. This relates to me and you today living in the West. Allah speaks to Ahlul Kitab, the people of the book, the Christians, the Jews, the Magans. Those who worship one God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, O oh, the Prophet Muhammad, you reach out to them. You have a dialogue with them out of respect. Oh, the people of the book, 
let us come closer to one another in uh, worshiping one God. And this is the greatest commonality that we can have um, amongst one another. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for example, in the 144th verse of chapter Al-Imran, the house of Amram, speaks of the battle of Uhud and says, once the Prophet was killed, you thought the religion was done. Some of you left, some of you neglected the Prophet Muhammad. وَمَا مُحَمَّدٌ إِلَّا رَسُولٌ قَدْ خَلَتْ مِنْ قَبْلِهَا الرَّسُولُ أَفَإِمْ مَاتَ أَوْ قُتِلًا قَلَبْتُمْ عَلَىٰ أَعْقَابِكُمْ Some of you, when you heard the call that Muhammad has been killed, you left the religion and you completely abandoned the call of God. And even today, when you find people following what is popular, but not following, not standing with the weak for the religion of Islam, for the cause of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those are inspirational lessons from the Holy Quran. The 92 ayah. لَن تَنَالُوا الْبِرَّ حَتَّى تُنْفِقُوا مِمَّا تُحِبُّونَ That you will not achieve righteousness until you give from what you love the most. One of the reasons why we have not been so successful, brothers and sisters, as a community and as an ummah, is because we are not selfless. We are selfish in how we give. We give our time, we give our money, we give our expertise. Once we give from that which we love the most, we will achieve righteousness and victory. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also speaks of the unity amongst the Muslims in this ayah, in this chapter. And hold on to the rope of God and do not disunite. But one of the verses that I want to highlight is Allah gave you victory in Badr and you were outnumbered. Why? Because you had faith in God. Because you had tawakkul. Because though you were outnumbered, you realized God is with you. You were united and Allah gave you victory. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of the failure of the Muslims in this chapter. And he says, that's when you looked at your numbers and thought, well, we have everything. And we will definitely be successful. And that was the beginning of your failure. There are very beautiful verses in this chapter, but I would like to conclude with this. Who is Amran, the Amram that this chapter is speaking of? Is it Amran, the father of Moses, or is it Amran, the father of Mary? Because both of them are referred to as the children of Imran. Whether it is the father of Moses or the father of Mary, there is about 1,500 year difference in time amongst them. But they both have something in common. Their children were the best of children and offsprings, but they didn't live with them. As in Mary grew up with Zachariah, 
and Moses grew up well with Pharaoh and then with Shoaib. Both of them grew up and were disciplined and mentored by prophets of God. They came from beautiful families, but they both had mentors and teachers and muallims. And I would like to emphasize on this, brothers and sisters. If you find a muallim, if you find a mentor, if you find an exemplatory figure that can affect you and affect your children and change your life, you have been given the greatest gift by the Almighty God. And today, though this phenomenon is extremely rare, but it plays an enormous role in the child's life, a good role model will change your child's life forever. And fortunately, a bad one will also change it forever. And therefore, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ اللَّهَ اصْطَفَى آدَمَ وَنُوحًا وَآلَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ وَآلَ عِمْرَانَ عَلَى الْعَالَمِينَ ذُرِّيَّةً بَعْضُهَا مِنْ بَعْضٍ Read this ayah and contemplate on this ayah and see how is it that you can turn your home to the home of Amram and Abraham and Noah. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the honor and the privilege to recite this chapter, to understand it, and to incorporate its lessons within our lives. And until next time, Assalamu Alaikum. <music>